Welcome to the HR Chat Podcast, bringing the best of the HR and talent communities to you. Welcome to another episode of the HR Chat Podcast, brought to you by the HR Gazette. I'm your host today, Bill Bannum, and today we're joined by Rowena Morez. Rowena is editor, publisher, podcaster, and program director at Vertical Distinct. Rowena specializes in executive education, content development, publishing, and marketing. She helps business people, professionals, and entrepreneurs to get their message out clearly and to strengthen their personal brand. She does this by providing services related to writing, editing, content development, and the amazing, awesome, wonderful practice of podcasting. Rowena, welcome to the HR Chat Podcast. Hi, Bill. Thanks a lot. Lovely to be here. It's, it's, it's great to have you here. Uh, listeners, Rowena and I have known each other for, for a few years. Uh, she's a very impressive lady. We're, we're yet to get an opportunity to meet in person because Rowena is so far away. And I'll, 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 leave, uh, I'll leave all that info to you in just a sec. Uh, but we'll, we'll, we'll get there one day. Uh, but in the meantime, uh, Vertical Distinct and the HR Gazette continue to work with each other and promote, promote each other uh, because it's a great title. So it's great to have you here today. Thanks so much, Bill. Uh, let's let's jump straight in then. Um, okay. Firstly, firstly, tell us a bit about your your career journey uh, up to founding Vertical Distinct. Okay, sure. Um, I actually have a legal background and I practiced law for a couple of years before I decided to just go traveling and explore life outside of Malaysia, which is where I am right now. And I got into the executive education space um, over in Australia. Spent a couple of years working there in Sydney, um, working in the conferencing industry, um, primarily trying to get webcasting um, off the ground. Um, at the time, it was very, very cutting edge, um, basically providing education online, live webcast for conference and that sort of thing. I then came back to Malaysia and uh, started my own business in um, education and training. And eventually this led to Vertical Distinct. Um, where we do publishing and training services. Now, tell me, tell me why you decided to found Vertical Distinct. Um, I think it was, uh, you know, my in my foray in Australia, working there for a number of years. Uh, when I came back, it just seemed like the natural thing to do. Um, it was what I was good at, and I wanted the opportunity to go. Um, try something new and, and just work for myself. And so it was kind of accidental in a way. Um, part of the reason to get into the space was really to, I feel connected to the whole educational journey. Um, and I want to be able to help other, other professionals to um, just get themselves certified to get the education and training that they need um, to advance in their career and provide and to be able to be part of the journey by providing the right tools and resources that can help them do that. What would you say to someone who came to you and they said, Rarina, I'm, I'm thinking about um, leaving my, my my current employee and uh, starting up my own uh, content and marketing based business in, in the HR and tech space? What would be your two or three bits of uh, advice that you'd offer? Well, firstly, I would say congratulations because I think it's a great move. I think that more and more people should get into the entrepreneurial space. I think it's a way of taking charge of your career and your own life. Um, I think it's not really for everybody. 
But if somebody is expressing interest, I think they should definitely explore it. But to explore it in a way that can be, um, I guess, a little bit safe. So perhaps you should, they should um, keep their foot still in the um, employee space by continuing to work for an employer and doing those things that they're good at, but exploring the entrepreneurial side of things um, on the side and, and just exploring and seeing what works, what doesn't work, because I believe that there is a journey there. There's a lot of learning that will help. It's a steep learning curve. But if you have the passion for it and you, you know, you're interested in it, then you're willing to do what it takes to go through that journey and come out on the other side. Tell me, tell me now a little bit about uh, your role at Virtual Distinct. What does an average work week look like for you? <laughs> okay. Um, the role is pretty varied. Um, it's, I would say there's a huge focus on the creative process. Um, a typical week would involve some element of writing uh, because I'm contributing many in many um, different publications, but I'm also supporting our own uh, platform, verticaldistinct.com. So there's a lot of writing involved. There's a fair amount of editing work to do um, because I also have contributors contributing to our platform, writing articles or working with them at the podcast. Um, so there's the editing process, there's the podcasting process. Um, and at the same time, because we also provide training, there is an element of producing the kind of courses that we want to run and doing all the marketing that's associated with getting those courses out there into the market to the right people, to the right, um, to the right audience. Okay, so uh, getting getting the info out there to the right people, uh, to the right yeah. audience is how you just left the last one, which is a great uh, intro to the next question. Um, what, what, what do you feel resonates with with HR and, and leaders in terms of uh, forms of content? So that can be, you know, short form versus, for example, you do a longer form podcast, a 60 minute piece. I do, uh, yes. But, 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 but also um, in terms of uh, the... <clears throat> The, the the learning outcomes what, what, what does somebody want to take away from from the from, from good quality content uh, within within this space I think what really resonates um, is the um, authenticity that needs to come across in any content you produce I think that most people have really embraced the content marketing aspect of things nowadays people have quite a degree of familiarity with it and so everybody is doing it and so it gets harder and harder for you to stand out producing content um, whether that's a blog post or an article or a white paper because everybody is doing the same thing and the way to really stand out is being authentic being consistent so you know having a really great piece of content but producing something twice a year I don't think that's enough um, and being able to really provide good, you know, great value for what it is that you're doing. So I think what people want um, often are answers. Um, I don't think it's necessarily the easiest thing to do to provide the answers to um, people's problems and solutions because everybody's situation is different. But if you can provide answers that um, are within context, so you could just draw reference to your particular situation and put all of those details down while providing the, the solutions that have worked for you and what kind of problems you face, then the context um, and the solutions that you offer will will resonate better, I believe. Now, I know that with leaders, you, you asked about what resonates best with um, HR and with leaders. I think 
frequently because we're all time pressed because we're getting a ton of information coming to us. The understanding is the short form content works best. Um, however, I am a believer in long form content. I've also seen um, that long form content does work. I have followed a few blog posts, uh, you know, few bloggers and a few podcasters who do long form content. And I, I also use myself as a yardstick. You know, if I'm willing to listen to it, then I know that there's probably other people who would feel the same way. And if the stuff is really good, then people will be willing to carry on listening to the piece. Okay, now now tell us a little bit about the the range of certification led um, professional develop, development courses that that you help to offer. Okay, so well, as a media and learning organisation, Vertical Distinct supports both um, HR and technology professionals. So we have certification courses for HR ranging from um, workforce planning, business partner courses, which we are uh, heavily invested in promoting at the moment, as well as talent acquisition. Um, um, the management of talent acquisition, strategic talent, man- strategic talent acquisition. Um, in terms of the technology side of things, it's pretty varied. We've got courses for those in um, leadership in technology. We've also got courses for those in cloud computing, enterprise architecture, um, Scrum and Agile. So quite a number of areas that we're supporting, as well as software testing. What, why do you why why do you believe that this is uh, a really important thing to do to to help uh, HR people uh, and leaders get the certifications in in the Malaysia and Southeast Asia area? Is, is that is is that a gap that you that you see um, as as needing to be filled uh, with with the right direction? Yes, there there is a gap here. Um, people in Asia, and I, I don't want to generalize, but the idea here is that a lot of people in this part of the world focus on the paper qualification. That is very important. That is how people get in and how people get ahead in in the workplace. However, when it comes to um, workplace training, like for example, getting yourself certified as a strategic HR business partner, the number of people who are actually getting certified in this area and a few other areas uh, specific to HR, like talent acquisition, for example, that's still very much, um, very much in its infancy. And, um, as somebody who is supporting HR professionals, I want to be able to help to educate the market, drive more awareness of the range of courses that are available. I mean, not just our courses that, you know, the people that we partner with, but just the idea of getting yourself certified, doing everything that you can in your power so that you have, um, you know, all the tools and resources um, at your disposal so you can go about getting your job done better. I think that um, unlike the... You know, unlike countries like the U.S., HR professionals are still struggling here a lot of the time because they have a tremendous amount of work to do. A lot of it is transactional. And to take a more strategic approach to HR is where um, they want to get to, a place they want to get to, but still they, they need some help and they need the, the right tools. And, and I believe that certification helps in, as part of that process. Never fear, listeners. Rowena is here. She she can provide that help. So you've got to get in contact with her after listening to this show. Um, <laughs> okay, so here's a question for you. One that's come up on a couple of recent uh, interviews, and uh, the the answer at first perhaps sounds pretty straightforward, but I've heard some very interesting and different answers. And that, and that okay. is um, with, with with the with the right in depth uh, training, do you believe that anybody can become a good leader? 
you can train somebody um, if they have the right um, level of motivation and they have the interest to train. But I do believe that a person's values and um, their personality have a huge part to play in whether they can be effective leaders. Um, you know, all the training in the world um, really doesn't help if at the end of the day, the values you hold are uh, inconsistent with the values of the organization. And um, so in that sense, training only takes you so far. What I believe organizations should focus on more is really getting an alignment between the values that they are promoting and supporting as an organization with the values of the individuals that they're bringing on board. Why does that matter? And do you think it matters more because uh, of um, millennials and how autonomous they are and uh, how they they shop around perhaps more online before choosing the employer brand? Okay, um, two points there. Um, uh, with the why, why does it matter? I think the values are more important in the sense that if you have people that are, you know, you're all aligned in the same way, it's a lot easier to move forward because at the at the foundational level, we're all almost aiming for the same thing. But if you just train people to be leaders, but you have you, you don't have as much awareness of you know what they're ultimately about and what they're ultimately supporting, then all that training um, doesn't go because at the end of the day, you can you know you can get them to meet you halfway, but they still have to take the necessary action to to support you. So it's really best if, if there is some level of transparency um, between the organization and the individual. In terms of the conversation, um, you know, the point you mentioned about the millennials, well, as a, I, I, I think there's too much focus on the millennials versus them, the us and them thing. I, I'm, I'm not a big fan of that. I think that every generation, every, every now and again, there's different people that come on board and they have different way of doing things. We shouldn't have uh, that kind of viewpoint about, you know, the millennials versus the Gen X. I, I feel that people have this need to categorize or put people in box because it, um, it makes you makes it easier for, for you to understand them. But I think what's important is is just getting that alignment, it, it, whether they're a millennial or not, having that alignment, making sure there are you know this open communication between the organization and the individuals, between individuals and managers. There's a mutual sense of respect. We're, uh, we're, we're coming towards the end of this particular show. Um, I'd love to get you on multiple times again in the future. Uh, listeners, any chance I get I get to uh, work with Rowena, I, I always try and jump on that because she's awesome. Um, but before we, before we wrap up for today, a couple of last questions. Firstly, are okay. you attending, partnering at or speaking at any events in, in the next 12 months? I haven't got any speaking engagements lined up yet. Um, I am part. I have partnered last year with the Human Resource Development Fund, and I'm hoping to do the same this year. Um, that's a major conference that takes place in Malaysia every year, attracting about 2,000 HR professionals. So, um, we're talking. We're in discussions now to partner, um, but nothing else besides that. Okay, and then just finally, how can our listeners learn more about you and Vertical Distinct? Okay, well, I'm on all the major social networks. So you just have to look for me, Rowena Race, and you should come across my name. Um, in terms of the company, if you're interested in 
things that are related to HR and articles and podcasts, verticaldistinct.com is the best place to go. If you're a HR professional and you're looking to, you know, get more help and support in terms of, you know, launching your writing journey and begin that whole process of writing articles and establishing your credentials in that area, then RoettaMarie's.com is the best place to check it out. Okay, wonderful. Thank you very much. That takes us to the end of this particular show. Um, so it just leaves me to say, Marina Marais, thank you so much for being our guest today. Oh, thanks, Bill. Thank you for this opportunity. It was lovely having this chat. And I look forward to hearing more podcasts. And I look forward to doing interview part two, part three, part four, and many more with you in the future. Um, oh, but it- okay. Yeah. <laughs> thank you for listening to the HR Chat Podcast, brought to you by the HR Gazette.